How long, O Lord, Isaiah asked God. How long, O Lord? There is no shortage of material when it comes to difficult news these days. Just this weekend, we heard of the shooting and murder of Amir Locke, and also the death of Peter Miller. May they rest in peace and rise in glory. I know this phrase bears particular significance in our community that has been faced with so many deaths. Just last week, the death of Liz Beale Kidd. Asking how long recognizes when things are not right. It's an unwillingness to get comfortable with death, oppression, or violence. Asking how long is a courageous act. It means we are paying attention. It would be easier and less painful to grow numb. In our scripture today, Isaiah 6 begins with the line, In the year King Isaiah died. Now, King Isaiah's death may not have as much significance for us, but I imagine that it did for Isaiah and for Isaiah's community. Isaiah even remembers and documents this time by noting that it was the year that the king died. It was probably a time of grief, uncertainty, sadness, and definitely political turmoil at the loss of a king. And King Isaiah himself had a tragic death. It is in the midst of a death in the community that Isaiah has this profound experience with God and responds to God's call. In scripture, God is still present in the midst of disappointment and great loss. And I believe that that is still true for us today. In the year that King Isaiah died, I saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on a throne, the text says. Sometimes it is in the seasons of loss where we might be more open and attuned to God's spirit among us. Certainly, we might be more aware of the things that truly matter in this life. In our text today, there are two phrases that Isaiah says to God. One is, here I am, send me. And the other is, how long, O Lord? They seem like opposites, don't they? Like one is this exciting declaration of faith, and the other is kind of like a Debbie Downer, a phrase that Eeyore might say. What I am interested in is how these two phrases might both be true at the same time. If there is anything we have learned from these way too many pandemic years, it's that we have the capacity to carry both grief and hope at the same time, and neither discounts the other. Both can be true. Here I am and how long when mixed together might bring a fuller vision of what it means to be a faithful Christian who does not pretend like everything is okay when it's not. It is looking at the realities of the brokenness in this world and saying yes to God's call anyway. I'm reminded of the words of the Reverend Polly Murray who says, Hope is a song in a weary throat. Hope is a song in a weary throat. 
In this passage, Isaiah has an encounter with the living God that gives him the courage to say, Here I am, send me. Many of the themes in Isaiah's messages deal with justice for the poor, economic equity, and protection for those without families. He called out leaders who were complicit in systems of oppression. Of course, that made those leaders angry, but Isaiah kept doing that. Answering the call of God is good news for others. During the week, I am a hospital chaplain, and one of the places I serve at is a nursing home. One day when I was visiting a gentleman, we'll call him Joe, um, who happens to be one of my favorites, he asked me where I went to church. I answered, St. Luke's Episcopal Church in Midtown Atlanta. Joe answered, that's the church that feeds people. I paused because I thought, wow, that's a beautiful way for a church to be known. In fact, all churches should be known that way. And it made me proud to be a part of this parish. Later, I found out that Joe had a season in his life where he experienced homelessness. So really, when he was saying, that's the church that feeds people, he was really saying, that's the church that fed me. What happens when you answer, here I am, send me? People are fed. It's been modeled time and time again in this congregation what it means to love our neighbors and answer that how long, O Lord, with here I am, send me. There are some scholars that consider Isaiah's call in this passage a renewal of call. Responding to God does not have to be a one-time thing, but something that we get invited into over and over again. And everyone is invited into this. Nobody gets left out. We get to renew our commitments to works of justice, acts of compassion, and practices of hospitality. I'm still convinced that a group of people committed to the place they live in and led by the creative spirit of God can make this world a more just and compassionate place for everyone. In a few, we will come up to receive Eucharist like we always do. And we get this opportunity to renew our call to love God and love our neighbor every week when we open up our hands to receive it. This is an embodied way to say, here I am, send me, week after week, even if all we can muster up today is a whisper. And saying here I am is easier said in the midst of a community, knowing that we do not have to journey alone. This is one of the best things about church, that we answer God's call together and encourage one another when we get tired. You might have your own stories of how you have encouraged one another throughout the years. Utilize those memories as a source of strength today. Today we get to say, here we are, anyway, even amidst all of the how-longs. Last week when you heard of Liz's death, you could have all stayed home and grieved separately, 
but many of you made a point to come to church because of the need to grieve together. That is church. There are generations of St. Lucas who had the audacity to take that call to seek and serve Christ and all persons seriously. Let's join them today in the memory of those who said, Here I am before us. In the memory of those who have died and those who died too soon. God is always calling us. The question is, how will we respond? <laughs>